Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right. Without further ado, uh, let us denounce some people, shall we? It is time for... The Other Side of Midnight presents Denunciation. Very apropos of tab, which I believe is sweetened with saccharin. Let me denounce sugar substitutes. Sugar substitutes... Sugar substitutes, we've known this for years, and this is yet another study that says essentially the same thing. Sugar substitutes do not, repeat not, help in long-term weight control. This time, there's a study from the World Health Organization. If you are looking to lose weight, it is advised not, repeat not, to use sugar substitutes. The WHO conducted a systematic review of available evidence and concluded that the use of non-sugar sweeteners does not, repeat not, provide any long-term benefits in terms of reducing body fat in both adults and children. Francesco Branca, the director of WHO's Department of Nutrition and Food Safety, said that replacing free sugars with non-sugar sweeteners does not, repeat, not contribute to long-term weight control. While a slight reduction in body weight was observed in the short term, it was not uh, not sustainable. Branca clarified that this guidance applies to everyone except individuals with pre-existing diabetes. The reason behind this exception is that none of the studies included in the review involve people with diabetes, making it impossible to assess. You know, we've seen a hundred studies like this that all say the same thing. And yet people still drink their Diet Coke and their Tab and they think they're being healthy and they're doing something that's going to keep make them skinny. You're not because here's what happens. And I, and I think this is so important because so many people get a diet soda thinking that they're being healthy and they're not. What happens is this. When you taste something sweet, evolution has hardwired us uh, to basically prepare our bodies to intake a lot of calories because in the back in the old days when you'd have some fruit and you'd taste a a sweet taste like from fruit or something your body would have to prepare for that uptick in calories well what happens when your body is prepared to consume a whole bunch of calories from drinking or tasting something sweet and then you don't get those calories your body then goes out and craves something to satiate that. So it actually, in the long run, makes you more hungry, and you actually end up consuming more in the long run. So um, guys like uh, Matt Blaze around here are sitting around drinking this Coke Zero, and they're wondering why they're not in the same kind of shape Kenneth is, who drinks zero Coke Zeros, from what we can tell. So sugar substitutes, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Marion Reyes. Marion. 
I don't mean to laugh about this because it's a sad situation, but this woman is just such a dope. Marion Reyes, with seven DUI arrests, is a Las Vegas mother. And uh, she said she hoped her latest arrest sticks, and she's admitted that the best thing for her is being in prison. She skipped her last court appearance. Now, why would you do this? Why would you get arrested six times on DUI, and then after you're arrested the seventh time, skip your court appearance? Why would you do this? I think you could easily make the case if what you wanted to do was go to jail or go to prison, that that's where you belong. Clearly, this woman has a drinking problem and should never be driving. One would argue she probably shouldn't be drinking either. But uh, this is, I think there's no excuse for this. Marion Reyes, I do denounce you. I must also denounce former Olympian Trevor Jacob. Did you hear about this guy? This guy is really something. This is a story out of California. Former Olympian Trevor Jacob faces a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine after agreeing to plead guilty to obstructing evidence after intentionally crashing his plane. This dope, this 29-year-old joker, is an ex-Olympic snowboarder. He he completed, he competed in the 2014 Sochi Games, and then he became a pilot and a viral YouTube sensation. And in a publicity stunt intended for a wallet sponsor on November 24th, 2021, Jacob flew a Taylorcraft BL-65 plane over the Santa Barbara National Forest. He claimed the engine went out mid-flight with a bout of cursing and recorded himself with a selfie stick parachuting to safety. Two days later, Jacob informed the NTSB of the wreck, who declared an investigation on the same day and mandated he leave the remains intact. Well, now he's admitted that he faked this whole thing just to get more views on his YouTube page and more subscribers. This is so sad. Now, I'll do a lot of different things for both the Klondike Bar and for more listeners to this show. But let me tell you, I will not intentionally crash a plane just for listeners. Trevor Jacob, I do denounce you. I must also denounce the 49-year-old Virginia man who attacked two staff members of Congressman Jerry Connolly's office with a metal baseball bat, and he also refused to appear at his arraignment on Tuesday. This guy is a real joker. No one should ever attack anyone, but especially congressional staffers. They're doing the people's work. And if you do attack a congressional staffer, you should absolutely appear for your arraignment. That's a double denunciation. I'm not going to name this person. I want to also denounce, kills me to do this because this is the city that I've lived my whole life in and I hope to live the rest of my days in, and I love the city, and I'm a passionate defender of it, but I must be, I am forced to denounce New York City. Yes, that's right. That's right. The personal finance website WalletHub, which I think is pretty credible, is ranking New York City as the worst city in the country to start a career. The site compared cities based on 26 categories 
and New York scored low in many of them, including last in housing affordability and available entry-level jobs. And the best city to start a career, by the way, if you're curious, is Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. So if you're looking to start a career, stay out of New York City. There you have it. I must also denounce President Guillermo Lasso. I'll tell you, I love Ted Lasso, but I am not at all fond of Guillermo Lasso. I was all set to to, um, denounce Guillermo Lasso to begin with for corruption and for all sorts of other shenanigans that have led to his impeachment. The guy is maybe one of the most corrupt world leaders in South America. And, which is which is saying quite a bit if you look at some of the other people in South America. And so the legislature there impeached him. So they're in the midst of the impeachment trial. And what does President Lasso do? He disbanded the Congress, the Assembly. So I don't know why Donald Trump didn't think of this. You get impeached? Oh, just disbanding you. This is ridiculous. This has never been used before, and this essentially will allow the president to rule by decree until new elections can be held. This adds significantly to the level of political turbulence in Ecuador. Uh, They are having a very tough time. They are dealing with violence. They are dealing with a skyrocketing homicide rate. They're dealing with very powerful narco-trafficking groups because that's who really runs that country. It's not President Guillermo Lasso. It's the narco-trafficking groups. So I, President Lasso, rather than take your impeachment by a man, you're choosing to be a sore loser. I do denounce you. I must also denounce the city of New Orleans. According to data from the National Highway Tra- uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, New Orleans, followed pretty closely by Tucson and Jacksonville, had the country's highest rates of fatal accidents for bicycle deaths per million residents. Bicycle use has exploded in the last couple of years, and I think that's a great thing. But if you don't want to get killed while riding your bicycle... Stay out of New Orleans. So if you're looking to launch a career as a bike messenger and survive, I think the two cities you – I think that really you what you want to do is stay out of any city that begins with the word new. Stay out of New York. Stay out of New Orleans. Newark didn't score particularly well on either of those categories either. So if you're looking to launch a career as a bike messenger, I don't know. Maybe stick with Atlanta. I want to denounce Derek Lee Lind. This is a uh, real buffoon. Uh, He is a Minneapolis elementary school staff member who faces felony charges after a student discovered two loaded firearms in school. Uh, Derek Lee Lind has been charged with possession of a dangerous weapon on school property, negligent storage of loaded firearms, and carrying a firearm in a public place without a permit. Now, this guy acknowledged to a staff member that the bag was his, the bag with these loaded weapons. But he didn't want to leave it in the car because it didn't lock. Now, let's think about this. If you're going to bring a couple of loaded guns to school, 
Is it better to leave them in an unlocked car? Or is it better to bring them into the school? That's precisely the very difficult choice that Derek Lee Lind was facing. In my view, you leave the guns home in that instance. And I think he made the poor poor decision either way. Uh, Derek Lee Lind, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Adele and Matt Allen. They are unschooling their children. These are two U.K. parents. I hope this is being done just for publicity because this is ridiculous. They are raising their three children. And I thought I was a libertine parent letting my son kind of do what he wants a lot of the time and not being overbearing, not being a helicopter parent. These two are some of the worst parents I've ever read about beyond being abusive. You know, that's a different category. Adele and Matt Allen are raising their three children with child autonomy, allowing their children to set their own curriculum, set their own bedtime, set their own menus, set them all, set their own meal times, and set their own chore lists. The Allens, who live in Brighton in the UK, fully embrace the unconventional parenting style that aligns with their frugal and natural living habits. The parents, who are both 39, don't trust the health care or education systems and have allowed their children, 112, 18, and 14, to make their own choices from a very young age. We didn't do vaccinations for our kids. All of our children breastfed until they were at least three years old. We also don't use the education system. Instead, this is a quote from this mother here, we unschool our kids. This means they have to show an interest in something for us to explore it with them instead of following a curriculum. I mean, look, I'm all for childhood independence and pursuing what your kids want to do and not being overbearing and not telling them what to do. I'm all for that. These children are going to grow up, if they grow up not getting measles or mumps or something, these children are going to grow up not knowing how to read or not knowing anything about history, or not knowing anything about math. And that's cruel to do to these children. A four-year-old doesn't know enough to make a decision that they should learn something. They don't. And it's your job, at least for a couple of years, to protect them. I find this abhorrent. And to Adele and Matt Allen, I do denounce you. I must also denounce a minister in the Danish parliament by the name of Aki Matilda Ho Dem. This is one of two members representing Greenland in the Danish parliament. This is a Greenlandic minister in the parliament who refused to speak Danish during a debate in the Danish parliament, and instead spoke in her native Inuit language, frustrating uncomprehending lawmakers and highlighting strained relations with Denmark and Greenland. Now, she was asked nicely, please speak Danish. This is the language we speak in the Danish legislature. And Hogan Dem refused after the speaker encouraged her to. This is ridiculous. Um... This is obnoxious. 
I get what point that she's trying to make. She's trying to get the Greenland has their own distinct identity. You know what? You knew that this is what they did in the Denmark parliament when you ran for it. Maybe if you spoke a language that the people could understand, maybe you'd get, be able to get some of your agenda actually enacted. I hate this. And you know what I hate most about this? The fact that some loser in the New York State legislature is going to say, I can't believe I didn't think of that. And they're going to go up to Albany next week and they're going to start speaking Haitian Creole or um, whatever or Persian or something because and that's the last thing we need. There's got to be some common frame of language has to be you're in the parliament in Denmark. Speak Danish. Come on. Don't be an obnoxious loser. You know, my grandfather and his brother and his sister, they spoke Italian. And my grandfather spoke a little bit better than his brother. But you know what they would do? They'd speak Italian to one another. But if they wanted to communicate with someone else, they would speak English. They wouldn't speak Italian to people that didn't speak Italian. And to me, this is what this lawmaker did. And she did it to make a point, and it's annoying. That's the point that I get. I would vote against whatever she wanted just for that. 